This is Friday afternoon on the muster with Andy Muir as we catch up with Jason Pine. Weekend sports presenter for News Talk ZB. Piney, welcome to 2023. Thanks, Andy. Yep, been a good one so far. What are we, three weeks in? You can never really tell this early, can you? But uh, it seems to have started okay. Tell you what, for sport, this Australian Open for the tennis, it just keeps giving. That game this morning between Thomas Kakanakis and Andy Murray, holy hell. Incredible. You know, I arrived at work. I had an early start this morning. Well, probably not early compared to some of your listeners, but I, I was in at five and I flicked the TV on and I was watching this and it took me a little while to work out. If it was live. What yeah. I was watching was actually live. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a, a replay of some sort, but no, actually, Kokonakis uh, and Murray had been going at it for, at that point anyway, the best part of sort of four and a half hours. It was another hour or so until they actually got the, the game done. So, just after 4 o'clock in the morning local time, that game finished. What was it? Five hours, 45 minutes, um, eight minutes short of the record, which was uh, the final between uh, Djokovic and Nadal uh, from memory a few years ago. 2010 but, um, or something, yeah. Yeah, but incredible, really. And even more so, given the fact that Andy Murray had already come through a fairly testing five-setter in his first round. Here he is having another one. He's been up all night. He's only into the third round. You know, he's got to go again soon. So, yeah, incredible, really. But um, I think there's been a bit of talk about about whether you know this can be allowed and and you know whether there needs to be an earlier start to avoid this sort of thing from happening. Because of course they weren't first on court uh, last night. They were they were obviously the second match on Rod Laver. So they got to wait for the first one to finish. And you know when you got a game finishing as I say at four in the morning, is that good for the players? Is it good for the fans? I was thinking about the. The ball boys and girls, Andy, you know, their parents are probably waiting outside for a few hours to pick them up, take yeah. them home, but they're still working. They're still gathering the balls and throwing them back to these two players. So, yeah, remarkable, really. But, um, yeah, great to see Andy Murray go through. How much further he'll go, not sure. But, um, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll have a little piece of history, uh, the second longest match ever at this tournament. Well, he's played 10 hours of tennis over two matches. Um, as a fan, I love waking up hearing these stories of these mid-morning classics. I think the catalyst for the fifth set tiebreaker, though, all came back to Wimbledon all those years ago. I think it was John Isner and another guy it went to 70-68 to 68 in the fifth set, and that's when they thought, we just can't do this in the fifth set because... That went on for like, I don't know, a couple of days almost. You got your money's worth if you were at that game, but that was a catalyst for change. But nonetheless, time frame in a game of tennis, you just, God, you talk about being Superman. Yeah, and, and that's it too, isn't it? You know, you look, a lot of the sports we follow have a, have a, uh, a set time, don't they? You know, you know a game of rugby is going to be 80 minutes. You know a game of football is going to be 90 minutes. You know a game of T20 cricket is going to be over and sort of, you know, three or four hours. Even a test match, you know, okay, I know <laughs> it's going to last five days. I know going in. Yeah. But, but, but you know, there's, there's no way that you turn up to a game of tennis with any idea whether, especially a five-set uh, match at, at these majors, a men's match, is going to go, there's going to be a three-set, you know, pretty much boom, 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 all over in an hour or so, as, as a lot of these first and second round matches are, or if it's going to be something like last night or somewhere in between. So, yeah, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not against it, if I'm honest with you, Andy. You know, I, I, I do like the fifth-set tiebreaker to 10. I think you're right. I think that takes out of the equation, you know, the inexplicable 70 to 68 that you talked about there. But um, I don't mind the fact that they just keep going until they find a winner. And it is a battle of attrition. It's a battle of fitness. It's a battle of mental strength, you know, um, as much as anything else. 
you know, you must you must have to use incredible mental fortitude to overcome, you know, the the, the physical rigours of playing five and a half hours of tennis. So, yeah, I don't mind it. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Sir Andy Murray goes in his next oh. Well, he's got a titanium hip or something, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's all. I don't think he's. he's yeah, he's got bits and pieces of that that he wasn't born with. Um, so yeah, but uh, well, he seems to be going okay. I mean, it's the ticker, isn't it? It's the heart. And he even said that afterwards. You know, I think what got him through in the end was his heart and just his desire to to win this game or win this match rather. And and, and he did. Must be a nightmare going through airport security with all those nuts and bolts in you. Yeah, it's bad enough when you've got, like, a, a belt on, isn't it? Yeah. If you've got something actually inside your body, you probably just say, look, I've got a, I've got a titanium hip. You know, <laughs> clear just, wave your wand, yeah. just wave your wand down here and, uh, and it'll confirm it. Piney, something dear to your heart, the football fans playing the Champions USA and a taster of what's going on with the FIFA World Cup later this year. Um, yeah, like we say, this is getting people, giving them a bit of a bit of a taster, if you want, for what this tournament is going to offer. I mean, the ticket sales have gone off the scale. Yeah, already half a million tickets sold uh, for this tournament in Australia and New Zealand. Um, almost exactly six months away. In fact, what are we today? The 20th. Yeah, six months exactly to the day today um, that we'll have uh, the world's top 32 or 32 of the world's best footballing nations in our neck of the woods. Um, New Zealand play the opening match on Thursday, the 20th of July at Eden Park in Auckland. So, uh, look, I, it was great the other day uh, here in Wellington, a sunny Wednesday afternoon, a record crowd for a football firm's home game, 12,500 turned up. And looking around that crowd as well, Andy, it was obvious how many families and kids, young girls and boys were there to to watch, um, you know, these these players. And, and look, the United States have been the the pace setters, the trailblazers for women's football yeah. or women's soccer, as they call it over there, for quite some time. They've won the last two World Cups. They've, uh, they've consistently been the best side. They did uh, they did lose um, to Canada at the last Olympics and didn't even make it through to the gold medal match. Uh, so that was, a, I know, something that, that is, is sticking in their core a little bit and they want to put that right. So, um, yeah, it, it's um, game two tomorrow, Eden Park in Auckland. What I'm hoping is that we break that record again. We get more than 12,500 along to Eden Park tomorrow. And then, as you say, we build towards, you know, a really significant sporting event in the uh, the middle of 2023. Uh, you know, we've had Rugby World Cups here. We've had Cricket World Cups here. We've even had underage football World Cups. Uh, the under-17 women here in 2008. The under-20 yep. men here in 2015. Uh, but, um, but this is the real deal. An actual World Cup, a senior World Cup. And uh, you look like I, I just can't wait. I think it's going to be magnificent. Jason Pine, thanks very much for your time as always. Great to chat to you, Andy. We'll do it again soon, eh? Jason Pine, weekend sports presenter for News Talk ZB. Coming up next on the muster, Steve Henderson, dairy farming down at Aurora. Catch up for the first time in 2023.